Hello and welcome to the podcast, Growing Your Relationships. I'm your host, Michelle Castelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. And if you're joining us for the first time, we focus each week on relationship challenges in these key areas of your life, dating and marriage, and self and spiritual. And a special thank you to all of our returning listeners. Today, we're going to take a look at the best way to find a soulmate. The term soulmate has been used a lot in our culture. From those that look at it as just another cliche for a reality show based on engagement or marriage, to those that look at a soulmate from a spiritual point of view, and it's a very deep devotion to them to find a partner that they can connect with on a spiritual level. Today, we're going to focus on that deeper spiritual level, because when we're referring to soulmate in this podcast, we're talking about going to the source of the word soul and how we can best find our soulmate through that source. Deep within all of us is a longing for companionship and connection with other human beings. We long to be heard and to be understood and to be loved by another. But what is the source of this longing? Where did it originally come from? And why does it still stay with us even today? If we are willing to look for the answers through the lens of spirituality, we arrive at the answer of the source from which this longing comes from. The Bible points out that from the beginning, God put this longing in us. Right in the first book of the Bible, known as Genesis, we have a quote that God is saying, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make a suitable partner for him. So right from the beginning, we have the source of this love, God, the Creator, who's interested in making sure that human beings are not alone. He's very invested in them having a relationship of love and companionship. And Genesis continues with, So the Lord God formed out of the ground various wild animals and various birds of the air, and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and whatever the man called them would be its name. So the man gave name to all the cattle, all the birds of the air, and all the wild animals, but none of them proved to be the suitable partner for the man. So the Lord cast a deep sleep on the man, and while he was asleep, he took out one of his ribs, closed up its place with flesh, And God built up into a woman from the rib that he had taken from the man. And when he had brought her to the man, said, At last, this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of her man this has been taken. And so from the very beginning, we have the the wonderful story of God caring about people being alone. So why do so many people today doubt that God cares about whether they're alone? that he cares whether your relationships are going well or not. If you really get a chance to read the Bible and look at various stories, there are countless stories in the Bible about God showing his demonstration and care for people's personal relationships, including marital relationships, relationships with children, relationships with in-laws. In one such story in the Bible, in the book of Ruth, we looked at two widows who lost their husbands, and one widow lost both her sons. And yet, they trusted that God would help them, and God did. He not only helps provide to have a husband 
uh, to remarry for the woman who lost her husband, but he also has them taken care of financially when in a culture they would have been poor and destitute without their husbands. In another story in the New Testament, we have the wonderful story of the woman at the well who's struggling with being having had multiple marriages that didn't work out, and now she's living with someone. And Jesus you know, directly talks to her with her longing. He knows that she's hurting, and he addresses it by saying to her, go get your husband. And she knew she didn't have a husband, and she's honest with him about it. She says, I don't have a husband. And uh, he knew her situation, and he offers support and encouragement to her. And again, he has intimate knowledge of her situation. This should be extremely comforting to all of us that God not only knows our relationship history in detail, but knows every struggle that we go through, every challenge that we've faced, every isolated moment and sadness when our relationships have been broken or aren't working. And this should give us great comfort to know that we have the ultimate source and the best way to find a soulmate The question is, why don't we turn to God to help get support on finding a soulmate? Why do we kind of cut him out of the picture when he's the ultimate source of love in the author of marriage in the first place? The whole marriage was created by God originally with Adam and Eve, and today we celebrate marriage because of God. And yet it's fascinating to see people running around trying to find Uh, all different kinds of sources, human sources, to give them the information they want on how to find a soulmate instead of directly asking God, who is the source of marriage. When was the last time you have talked to God about your relationship situation? If you're longing to find a soulmate, have you been talking to God about your struggles? Have you been sharing that your questions about why maybe your previous relationships haven't worked. Because again, we need to be directly honest with ourselves when we're talking to God, and we need to be willing to listen and hear some of the things that maybe we won't want to find out about how we are aiding in the problem. And again, that's sometimes why people don't turn to God, because they really don't want to hear what they're doing wrong in their relationships. They want to just jump from relationship to relationship and try to figure it out on their own. And then they're left confused and depressed that things and patterns uh, keep repeating themselves over and over again. But if the thought of opening up your relationship talk to God is either uncomfortable for you or scary, you can begin by talking to other people who you know do talk to God and ask them you know, how they go about doing it, how they share their relationship with God. Sometimes talking with other people and how they share can help get you more comfortable for you to share. It does involve setting aside some private time alone so that you can just be with God with no distractions, no cell phones, no computers, no anything, just quiet. And people will say, well, I I don't hear anything when I'm in the quiet. I don't hear God talking to me. God only talks to, you know, some holy people, or he only talks to special people. He doesn't talk to me. But again, how willing are you to be open and listen? And it takes practice. Sometimes we just go into a room and we sit there and we let our thoughts go and we don't hear anything in particular. We just hear silence, but we're learning to let go of distractions. And the more that we 
set aside time to be with God, whether it's a walk in nature, whether it's in a privacy of our own home. It's making that commitment to want to spend some time with God. And what does happen is God rewards that time that we spend with him by starting to give us that inner tugging, that that sense that either things are right with the current relationship that we're in, or they're not right. And when they're not right, you'll start to feel a disconnection with the partner that you're with. You, you, you just can't put your finger on it, but there's a feeling that things just aren't right between you, that you really aren't going to be good spiritual companions together in a married situation. And again, that comes from that, that willingness to share with God, and then you receive that inner sense of either peace and well-being in your relationship or a sense that things are not right, and and to take a look at what some of the issues are. Now, again, all relationships have problems. It doesn't mean that you because you have, you're starting to sense an issue in your relationship that you need to end it. But I'm referring to that overall sense that the relationship itself is not healthy for you, uh, is not putting you in the right direction. Perhaps you get a sense that that God is telling you that the relationship is dragging you away from a relationship with God. And so he's not going to bless that relationship. But again, the source, the best way to find our ultimate soulmate is not on our own. We, you can do dating apps to actually physically meet people, but if you're looking for a spiritual companion, dating apps aren't going to give you that. God is going to give you that because God is the one that knows your soul, knows the soul of the person that you are in a relationship with, and knows what both of you are needing and longing for. There is no other source that does that for you. So I encourage you this week to try something new if you've never done it before and share your relationship with God in a quiet space. Be willing to pour out all of your concerns and your challenges, as well as some of your successes too, and and just get some of that sense of letting go of distractions around you and that desire for intimacy with God. For as we get closer and more intimate with God, the more we become aware of our human relationships and whether or not we're on track with those. I thank you for joining me today. For more information on relationships, challenges, and tips and tools, go to my website, michellemcastelli.com. That's C-A-S-T-E-L-L-I.com or send me an email so I can hear about your thoughts and questions. My email is michelle at growingyourrelationships.com. Have a great week.